Hello, my name is Tom Longano, and this is Boy Stories. Okay, welcome back to the podcast. This is the 13th story in our 14-story audio collection. So it's kind of sad. This is the second-to-last podcast episode of the first season. Um, Thank you to everyone who has listened. Thank you to people who have left great reviews. Um, who have shared it with their friends, all these things. And thank you to the Boy Stories community. This has been so much fun for me. Um, I'm really enjoying it. Uh, It's also the holiday season. It's now December. So if you're looking for some good birthday presents, (laughs) did I just say birthday presents? Wow. Okay. (laughs) I could edit that out, but I think I'll just keep it. Oh, well, George will know what to do. Um, if you're looking for a good birthday presents and you have a December birthday, that's one thing. But if you're looking for good Christmas presents um, or, you know, Jesus birthday presents, then uh, this Christmas, wouldn't it be wonderful to have a signed author copy of the Blue or Red Book of Stories, your favorite boy stories uh, books. A signed author copy from Tom Longano himself. I don't know who this guy is, but supposedly he's some big author or something. And he'll even sign your copy for you and write a message. He'll write a message. So you can say to Timmy, happy Christmas, uh, love Tom Langano or whatever. You know, whatever you you know, Timmy, I hear you love the podcast or, you, you know, you can go on to TomLangano.com. Um, and if you want to buy a signed copy, you can during the in the checkout form, there's a box where you can leave the message. So like this, you could say something like this is for Johnny who really likes the podcast um, and has read the red book four times. And then in my signed copy, I can say like, dear Johnny, I hear you like the podcast and I hear you've read the red book four times. Uh, congratulations. You seem like a really cool dude. Sincerely, Tom Langano. And I think that, you know, there's a lot of Christmas presents to get out there. You know, you get a bicycle, you could get, um, I don't know, you get a new sweater, uh, you could get new video games, or you can get a signed author copy of the Blue or Red Book of Stories. I mean, (laughs) I don't know. There's no competition. Let's be honest here. You could get a car. No, okay. I'm just going to push forward. That was an interesting plug. So that's the Christmas season. There you go. In terms of the state of the podcast, um, things have been doing very well. I'm very impressed with the state of the podcast right now. Um, I am going to finish this story and the next story and we have finished the blue book of stories after we are done we're probably going to do something with the audiobook portion of that so that you can listen to the stories and not have to deal with um, these long introductions that maybe potentially you skip through or maybe you listen to them um, it's up to you and also the so the audiobook will just have the stories there won't be introductions or interviews at the end um, on to the story for this week that's a long preamble okay the drunk the drunk came out of a conversation that I had, well, that I heard overheard during lunch between my students. They were talking about how, um, and it was during New Year's, about how they had drunk, or one of them had allegedly drunk a lot of beer. <laughs> and he clearly had no idea what he was talking about. And I thought that was really funny. So this is a very, it's kind of a short story. Um, it's a short, short story. And uh, I won't give anything away. So here is... The Drunk. Before the first school day of a new calendar year, the fifth graders waited in line and shivered. The gray January sky had a dull and cheerless light. 
Winter break was over and none felt inclined to voice his inner dread about the return of school. A rubber ball dribbled against Jake's leg, misthrown by a distant third grader. He kicked it. You know, at New Year's I had like 12 beers, Greg remarked. That's impossible, said Porridge next to him. You'll be dead. No, he wouldn't, Albert chipped in. He'd just be really drunk. Yeah, then die, said Porridge. Because when you have too much drunk, then you fall over and die. No, it's not funny. It's true. It happened to my great uncle Tarleton. We went to his funeral. He was all drunk in the coffin. It was gross. After a long pause, Greg began to giggle. The boys showed no interest and continued to stare at their own breath, reflecting on their present loss of all happiness. And Greg began to laugh. <laughs> Got you guys, he said loudly, because I was joking. I didn't drink actual beer. <laughs> That's nasty. No, I had root beer. <laughs> he continued to laugh at his own cleverness. Jake watched him from the corner of his eye. Jake had two New Year's resolutions. The first, inspired by his mother, was to be more positive. The second, inspired by obligatory meetings with the school's guidance counselor, was to refrain from teasing. Jake respected both persons, the former considerably more than the latter, and intended to reform his behavior. But in the silence of that stiff January morning with the threat of a whole week of school ahead, his resolve began to waver. And Greg kept laughing. I like beer, Jake said suddenly. Tastes good. He nudged Porge, who looked over in confusion, then nodded and caught his cue. Oh yeah, me too, he said. Definitely. Beer's way better than soda or ice cream. I had beer every day this break, said Jake with a casual shrug. Uh, <laughs> you mean root beer, said Greg, no longer laughing. Beer mixed with alcohol, said Jake. I had six six-packs every day. Chugged them. No, you didn't, Craig snorted. Your parents would never let you. Sure they did, said Jake. Then, after a pause, wait, Greg. Your parents don't let you? Yeah, of course they do, duh, said Greg, trying to recover. I just don't want to because it's nasty. You mean you don't like the taste of beer? Nope. Hear that, guys? Greg's never had beer. Porridge and Albert laughed appropriately. What? No, that's not what I said, stupid. I said I don't like the taste. No way you've had beer then, said Jake. What's it taste like? Uh, bitter sort of, and uh, bubbly. Wrong, said Albert confidently. Oh yeah, Albert, then you tell me, Greg shot back. What's beer taste like, huh? Albert hesitated, then said, strawberries. Greg laughed loudly and looked to the others for support. To his astonishment, they nodded in solemn agreement. Porge said that his parents gave him little bowls of beer as a treat sometimes before he went to bed. Albert added that in Florida, he was tan since break, his Grammy drizzled beer on their ice cream all the time, and he'd eaten so much one day that he almost caught drunk and died. So your parents don't let you have beer? Jake asked, his face open and curious. Yes, they do, Greg insisted, then hesitated, caught. Well, no, they don't, but... There was this New Year's party they had with a bunch of friends, and there was a big bucket in the sink full of beer bottles. So uh, when no one was looking, I had one. A whole bottle? Yeah, well, a lot of sips, like 
Three. How'd it taste? Said Porge. I mean, Greg had hedged himself in and now tried to escape. It was busy and stuff, like I said, but I would have had more if I put it on ice cream like Albert's grandma. But yeah, it was good. Pretty, pretty good. Three sips, Jake said, reflecting. Are you sure? Positive. Greg nodded vigorously. He had actually staked a story in the tiny shred of truth and now felt confident in his position. Jake blinked. This was too easy. But boredom bust in one way or another, be appeased. Three sips, he said again. Geez, Greg, that's enough to catch drunk. Did you feel it? You're sure? Three whole sips? Did you feel the drunk? Uh, yeah, I felt the drunk a bit, Greg said with a shrug. Like the floor was like an earthquake and I stumbled like this. It wasn't until after his demonstration that he noticed the horror on Jake's face. But it stopped, he said quickly. And I was like, whatever, and went upstairs. Greg, Jake said, do you know that it's illegal to drink beer? It's dangerous, Porge said. Really dangerous. Wait, no, but you, you guys just said you do it all the time. Yeah, Jake eyed Greg as though he were a stranger. We were joking. You think my parents would let me drink beer, said Porge. Or my Grammy, said Albert. Porge would be grounded for life if he even sniffed a beer, said Jake. We thought you knew. Three whole sips? Greg, you could have died. Worse, said Jake. If the cops find out, he'll go to prison. Uh, kids don't get put in prison, Greg said, with more confidence than he felt. There's always juvie, said Albert darkly. Greg swallowed. The thing that worries me, said Jake, as he examined Greg's face, is that he liked it. You know how addicting beer is. Next thing we know, he'll sneak more and catch the drunk for sure. In fact, he might have caught it already. Jake took a significant step away. The others followed. Greg was standing alone. Then the bell sounded and Mr. L appeared. Everyone shuffled inside. Greg was filled with a sense of dread, the burden of his sin. If only he had never touched that bottle. He suppressed a burp and wondered if the drunk was taking control. There was a reason underage drinking was forbidden. Of course there was a reason. Greg resolved to never go against another law his whole life, short as that may be under the lurking doom of the drunk. As Porch sat in his desk, he caught Greg's eye and giggled. Then Jake elbowed him. Greg blinked, suddenly suspicious. You guys are jerks, he said, and that's when class began. Okay, so on the podcast today, we have someone who we haven't interviewed for a while, but he was uh, featured in the story. Right here is Porge. Hi, Porge. How are you doing? Hey, Mr. Tom. How's it going? Well, it's going pretty well, actually. Um, are you kind of getting ready for Christmas? Yeah, I made my list. Uh, I made my list about, you know, three weeks ago. And uh, I sent it, sent it to Santa, sent it to my parents, sent it to my grandparents, and uh, we'll see. We'll see what happens. I expect to get expect, expect to get a lot of gifts on that list, so uh, so we'll see. Um, did you order a signed author copy of the Red Book of Stories? No, no. Why would I do that? Oh well, I mean, I already have a copy. Why don't I need a signed copy? If you, why don't you just sign my copy right now? Well, 
I'm not going to sign your copy now because we're doing the podcast. And if you wanted maybe for a Christmas present, you, no, I don't want. I don't want to sign copy of the book. For, okay, th- thanks. Th- th- thanks, Mr. Langano, uh, Mr. Mr. Tom Langano. Um, but I, no, thank you. I, I I want a cool birthday present. I, you know, I mean, it's a that's a book. Well, Porridge, a book can be cool. I mean, you like the Red Book of Stories, don't you? Yeah. Yeah, it's pretty good. It's pretty good, I guess. Okay. Um, I mean, as far as books go, it's okay. But, like, I, you know, I, I'm not going to get excited about a book. I mean, come on. <laughs> okay, Porridge, what do you get excited about? Oh, all sorts of things. Well, I get excited about skateboards. Uh, I get excited about video games. Um, uh, video games. Uh, sometimes sometimes I play video games. I get really excited about that. Um, but, you know, I yeah, all, all sorts of things. Uh, I like to. I like have a, have a different, a lot of different hobbies. Oh, you have different hobbies. Okay, so like I don't know. Do you play an instrument? No. Do you do you know? I don't know. Do you? Wait, wait. What are your hobbies? Like, you skateboards? No, no. I don't skateboard, but I want to skateboard. That's why I want to skateboard because I think they look really cool with people on skateboards. I whip stick. Oh, you whip stick? No, whip stick. <laughs> you whip stick? No, no. Whip stick. Oh, ripstick, like a ripstick. Are you making Are you making fun of the way that I talk? No, no, Forge, I'm not. Okay, I'm coming on your podcast, trying to do a nice thing. I didn't want to be here. My mom says I have to come, and now you're trying to make me buy another copy of your book, which, by the way, I already have. I have a copy of your book, and you're making fun of the way that I talk? It missed a ton. That's not a good look. Well, thank you for being my PR representative. Um... I don't know. I just, you know, I, I, I'm just trying to get in the festive holiday season. I, I'm just trying to get to know you more, Porge, and kind of see what you're doing for the holidays. And so, are you? Do you do you go to? Do you travel? You see your uncle Tarleton over the holidays. My, my uncle Tarleton? Do I see my uncle Tarleton over the holidays? Oh shoot! I'm sorry. I um I forgot. He's dead. My uncle Tarleton's dead. It's in the story. He died as a drunk. I know exactly what I'm talking about. I know how he died, and it was ugly. I don't want to get into your elderly relative's death. Um, death is always a very sensitive subject. There's no reason we should be talking about it now. Why don't we talk more about You brought it up. You brought up Tarleton. You brought up my uncle, who I who I, I only met twice, but I was very, very attached to. Okay. Um, I'm sorry. And now, you know, you bring me on the podcast, making fun of my voice, talking about dead relatives. I don't know what, what sort of operation you're running here. Porridge. <laughs> I just, and by the way, by the way, I'm not fat. Okay? So let's just set this record straight. Because, because you know, uh, Mr. Tom, I read your second book. Okay? I read the Red Book of Stories. And, and you liked it, didn't you? Yeah, fine. I liked it. It was good. Okay, but guess what? I'm not fat. Why? Why in your stories... Do I keep getting presented as this as this obese individual? Because I'm not. I'm so skinny. And you can look at me. You can see me right now. You can look at everything. Porridge, we've been over this. When you come on the podcast and you tell people they can see you, they actually can't because it's we're talking to a microphone. Like, I can see you. Yeah, so you tell them right now. You tell everyone that I'm not fat, okay? Tell them. Go on. Go on. Tell them. Do it. Tell them. Tell them. I don't. I, I'm totally fine with telling them. Okay, so then do it. So tell them. Okay, I'm telling them. I, I, I am looking at Porridge right now. Okay, um, 
Porridge is wearing a very nice shirt. Uh, he wore a collared shirt for the podcast. It has little checkers on it and little check boxes. I think it's called a gangham shirt. And he has the sleeves rolled up. Look, you don't have to describe what I'm wearing. You just have to tell him whether or not I'm fat. So tell him. <laughs> I do have to say that Porridge is one of the skinnier boys that I have met. He is he is on the skinnier side of the spectrum. He is he is not fat. Yeah, you see that? Boom. The author himself, the man himself tells everyone, I'm not fat. So we can put the rumors to rest. I am not fat. I am a skinny boy. Uh, actually, probably the skinniest boy you've ever seen. Correct? Well, not, not. Sure. Yeah, you're one of the skinniest boys I've ever seen. Okay, there you go. You know, Porch, I've said this before. You, I even say in the stories that you're not fat. The, the, the fatness thing is just your friends call you fat because you tend to eat a lot. Yeah, I'd like to eat. What's wrong? What's wrong with liking to eat? All right. All right. I, I like to eat. That doesn't make me fat. All right. I'm skinny, but I like to eat. That's okay. I said it's okay. It's totally okay that you like to eat. Um, but that's why they, and, and also you're a little bit lazy. Oh, I'm lazy. Yeah, or I mean, would you say you're lazy? Well, you know, yeah, sure, I'm lazy. I'm pretty lazy. <laughs> yeah, I'm lazy. <laughs> I'm so lazy. <laughs> you, you, yeah, you are lazy, and I, I guess that. <laughs> but I'm not fat. I'm not. I'm not fat. Okay, you're not fat. I'm not fat. I am not fat. Well, I'm glad we uh, got that off our chests. Um, is there anything else you wanted to say while you're here on the podcast? Uh, last season, you know, or the last, sorry, second to last episode of the season. I'm probably not going to have you on again. Um, so this is kind of your last chance. Yeah, I just want everyone to know, um, huh, what do I want people to know? Well, number one, I'm not fat. We've been over this, but it's worth saying again, not fat. Uh, number two, I do read sometimes. So, you know, earlier I said, like, books aren't cool or whatever. And, you know, like, it's not that they're not cool. It's just that I don't get excited about them. Uh, so I have to read uh, I have to read every, every night for about uh, 15 to 30 minutes after dinner. Um, it's something my parents make me do. And uh, if, I, if I don't do that, then I don't get my video game time or my TV time for the next day. I also get that time taken away if I complain too much. Um, but with uh, with Mr. Tom's books, when I when I read those books, um, then I'm able to to not complain, and even sometimes I forget that I'm reading when I'm reading the books. So so I, I just wanted to say honestly, uh, sir, honestly, th- thank you for that. Wow, uh, you're welcome, Porge. Yeah, you're welcome. Um, um, yeah, thank you. Sorry, thank you. I just. Uh, yeah, th- well, thank you for the compliment. You're welcome for the compliment. You're, you're welcome for the compliment. Uh, and and thank you for making a book that is less painful to me than other books. Okay. You know what? Let's end on that note. Thank you, Porge. You are welcome. I'm not fat. This has been a Boy Stories podcast production performed by Tom Longano, author of The Blue Book of Stories. The Blue Book of Stories is available now on Amazon. It's also available on TomLongano.com.
Com. The podcast has been produced by the legendary George Martin. And please, if you like the podcast, subscribe. Tell us what you think in the comments and reviews. Please send us an email. You can find all our contact information on TomLongano.com. If you have a question or a comment for any of the characters, send it to us and you might just get featured in one of the next interviews. But thank you so much for listening. Again, share with your friends. And please continue to listen. This has been so much fun for us. We hope it is just as much fun for you. Have a great day.